0: (laughs) and welcome everybody she is still going wow the stamina can you keep going running out i see it in your eyes
1: it's because my eyes were bulging
0: I bet everyone really loved that.
1: I bet they did. (laughs) Happy Wednesday.
0: Happy Wednesday. All right, everybody. Welcome to your all-time favorite podcast in the world, the Persuasion School podcast. Arguably, as we've been saying lately, the most useful podcast in the world because this is the place where you can come and learn how to be more persuasive, get more of the things that you want in life. We're democratizing persuasive communication making things making it available for all get more get get raises get promotions get people to go on a date with you get deals get donations
1: get that thing you always wanted on ebay i
0: guess you could buy it but get yeah.
1: your husband not to kill your aloe plant that you've been <sighs> yeah
0: i did i did kill a plant earlier
1: but you've been growing since october
0: well we should have planted deeper roots She's not buying it. All right. Anyways, look, look welcome to the show, people. Today's Wednesday, which is a great day, and we'll get into why. But if this is your first time here, my name is Jake Savage. I'm a former door-to-door salesman, knocked on about 100,000 doors over the course of several years, then transitioned into a sales startup where my job was to help build and train a team of elite salespeople around the nation, was the president there for the past few years, and then in 2021 transition to start my own consulting company where I leverage corporate sales methods to help nonprofit fundraising teams be more effective, win bigger donations, and also we teach the masses how to be more persuasive through this podcast, Persuasion School. And of course I'm joined by my lovely, amazing, beautiful, talented wife, as you all heard. Thank you. Her singing in the beginning. So welcome Alexa. I'm glad to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me. Yes.
0: All right. So here's the deal. Every Thursday We've got something prepared for you guys. Today's Wednesday, though, so it's a little bit different. But on Thursdays, I've either put together a lesson with some interesting facts and or methods and principles about how to be a more effective communicator. Or I interview somebody who is also an effective communicator, and we just provide tons of value on and takeaways as to how you can utilize those in your everyday life. On Wednesdays, we've got something called Whiskey Wednesdays. It's more informal. We're just hanging out, really chatting, Drinking up. whiskey. Yeah, drinking whiskey. So I'm not a connoisseur, but I do love whiskey. So we try something new. We try to try something new every Wednesday. And then Mondays now we have something, Monday Q&A. So I answer an actual question from the listeners, something that pertains to how to get more of what you want in life.
1: What was your Q&A a few days ago?
0: A few days ago, we had somebody asked how I handle rejection Mm. so often Mm. as a lifelong salesperson. And then the Monday Mm. before that, somebody asked how to go about asking for a raise during the pandemic without coming across like a jerk. Mm. So some great questions so far. That's been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Super applicable.
0: Very applicable. So on Thursdays. I prepare a topic and Alexa doesn't know what it is. That way she can hear it for the first time. It's fresh to her, just like it is to you guys. She'll interject with questions at times. She's also not in sales, so she provides a fresh outside perspective. But on Wednesdays, she has something in mind, something from my life that she's going to bring up. And I don't know what it is. So we get to talk about it in half hour Half the All time, right, so, I don't either. Well, today, what?
1: I said half the time, I don't either.
0: <laughs> yeah, so today we've been trying some... Interesting whiskeys, some basic, some obscure. Today we're gonna go with the more basic. I've actually never tried Jim Beam. Have you?
1: Uh, I don't know, not that I can remember. I feel like
0: it's kind of the Budweiser of whiskey.
1: Yeah, Bud. Sorry, Budweiser's Jim Beam, good.
0: That's surely what your value proposition is. You know it. All right, here we go. Gonna test taste a little bit. Would you like to go first?
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's about what I would expect. Oh god, you got it dribbling down your chin. <laughs> what do you think of that?
0: That's actually way better than I thought it'd be. Really? Yes, one hundred percent. Good stuff.
1: All that's right, a well, big that's, little that's little Jim thing. let beam
0: everybody. <laughs> yeah. This was pretty cheap. Yeah, we buy little bottles every week because we don't have a big enough collection. Nor do we feel like spending the money.
1: Yeah, I think it's Bible mostly financial week. purposes.
0: Yeah. So anyways, all right. What do you got in mind for today?
1: <laughs> okay. want to start off with a little question. I was going to start off with a question, but I remember I asked you this like a few weeks ago. So I'm not going to ask you again. Okay. This one's going to be more fresh, mm. more off the cuff. Mm. If you could live in any time period oh other than gosh. now. What would you choose?
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And I think also the caveat being, I don't know, because obviously if you lived in the 1800s as a woman, things would look a lot different than they do now. So I think maybe you don't put that into play. What do you mean? Like women didn't have a lot of rights back in the day, so... That's not a factor. So, I'm so
0: don't choose that time period, you're saying.
1: No, I'm saying, like, if you re- are really into the 1800s, but that is the hindrance, like, don't focus on that. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, don't focus on the bad?
1: Yeah. Okay. Just, so, like, focus on the good.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because I feel like people really get into it if they focus on, like, well, this was going on during then and yada, yada, yada.
0: Well, yeah, that's a great point. Although, in pretty much every era, there's something Yeah, that's going on. Um, That's not good. So I guess it wouldn't really matter what time frame I chose. There'd be some issues happening at one point or another. All right. So any time period. What would I choose? This is tough. I mean, without putting a ton of thought into it, which I would like to. I'm pretty fascinated by. I think like the 1950s
1: hmm yeah great time to be a white male oh,
0: okay <laughs> i thought you said
1: i know it's my mind <laughs> just went there continue
0: i'm just saying i i'm thinking of like the old cars yeah i'm thinking the muscle of smoking cars. cigarettes everywhere you go yes you know grease yeah i'm thinking of uh Greece or like that movie stand by me mm. it's one of it's a good movie i'm not sure if it's one of my favorite movies but it's a good one to watch have you seen it
1: i'm too young so no.
0: (laughs) Funny. You actually haven't seen it?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Who's in it?
0: Joaquin Phoenix's brother. River. Yeah, River Phoenix and a couple other guys. Doesn't it take
1: place like in a river setting?
0: No, not necessarily. Uh, They're just a couple of like young teenage kids, maybe even middle school, (laughs) that are on a journey, an adventure to go look at a dead body.
1: So that part's
0: kind of gross but just the adventure and the camaraderie along the way and people giving themselves tattoos you got the the jeans with the chuck taylor or pf flyers and then you've got your cigarettes sort of rolled up in the sleeve you know like they had and then the greased back hair something about that before people knew smoking was
1: bad what's that before people knew smoking was bad for you the good old days
0: (laughs) yeah before people knew smoking was bad for you
1: okay topic for today. I'm really interested lately in just the subject of habit building. Okay. So I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about why you wake up early, Mm. what started it, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Yeah. I mean, this this is something that's been, I think, just incredibly fascinating to me. Just to also kind of dive into the journey of learning of the science that goes into habit building and almost like tricking your mind through, you know, different cues to start picking up on a cue and then a reward, you know, to, to get into, get in the zone of sort of building these habits. But anyways, I, I think when it comes to the question, why I wake up early, a couple of different reasons. For one, I started waking up early because I felt like that was the one of my biggest weaknesses As somebody who had this desire to be like a business owner and an entrepreneur and and start something, I had just, through books and other podcasts, heard over and over and over again about how all of these successful people were up early, getting after it. And for me, for forever, that was a huge issue. Almost got fired from a couple jobs because of it. And would just sleep straight through alarms or would hit snooze and not remember that I hit snooze and just think the alarm didn't go off. Like it was just, just, yes, years I and witnessed that. that. What's that? I've
1: witnessed that multiple times with you, not yeah. in the past like two or three years, but yeah, that was a big thing when we first got married. Yeah, yeah, very frustrating.
0: Yeah. yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. It was frustrating for a lot of people, including the places that I worked. And so it was just something that. I was terrible at. And I knew that if I wanted to be successful and pursue a path similar to some of these people that I was looking up to, I was going to have to suck it up and wake up early, which sounds so dumb now because I get up super early and don't ever think twice about it. But I've gotten into the habit over many years. Yeah. So yeah, for one, it was a challenge for me. Okay, like I suck at this. Man, there was, okay. So for one, I, several years ago, Went to this weekend retreat, and at the retreat was a speaker. And this guy worked at the Top Gun, like Air Force, uh, fight pilot, fighter pilot training mm-hmm. essentially. So, Top Gun fighter pilot school, and his job was to train fighter pilots. And so, the thing that he would always say to those people was, Hey, if we were to go to war or if we were to go to battle tomorrow, what do you suck at today? Let's go jump up in the air and work on that today. So like Hmm. he would jump in his plane and the person he was training would jump in their plane and then they would go up and just work on whatever that person was struggling with at the time. So for me, that was just a quote that stuck with me ever Hmm. since going to that retreat. If we were to go to battle tomorrow, what do you suck at today? Let's go work on that together. And I, I still think about it all the time in terms of the things that I need to just sort of, say i need to suck it up and, and do this but waking up early was one sleeping in i mean sleeping in can make sense if you're <laughs> like training for an iron man now and you need more sleep or whatever the case is or on the weekend sometimes but there is zero reason to sleep in when you're trying to work on something and you're eliminating any excuses you mm-hmm. know so many times i hear people say oh i just don't have enough time in the day it's like okay well, what time do you go to bed one or two what time do you wake up eleven or twelve? <gasps> No way. So let's just go ahead and stop right now before you make any more excuses. You're not even giving yourself the best chance of being successful. So for me, looking at the times that I woke up, it was making an assessment of what could be standing in my way of achieving the goals that I have set for myself And if there are external circumstances that get in my way, then that's fine. It's outside of my control. But I don't want to let anything that's inside of my control hinder me from achieving those goals. Hmm. Because at the end of the day, if I look back, I don't want to say I missed my mark or I didn't hit my goal because I couldn't wake up. I was just so sleepy every morning, (laughs) like so dumb. So I just wanted to eliminate any of those things that would hinder me that are within my control. Right. Yeah, Yeah. so I would encourage other people to do the same. So in terms of what time I wake up, it depends on nowadays, if it is an Ironman training season or not. So if I'm not training for an Ironman, I'm up at 445, Monday through Friday. And then I guess nowadays, whatever time Sloan wakes up on the weekend.
1: Oh, which has been brutal lately. (laughs) Yeah. She's going through her regression.
0: Right. So 445 on the weekend – or sorry, 445 when not training for an Ironman. When training for an Ironman, I wake up at 6. So I go to bed at 9, get up at 6, try to get a full eight hours of rest for recovery. Yeah, and you're
1: pretty, like, rigid in your schedule, which is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, also I know – I just try to think so much about how I'm going to feel a few hours from now. Yeah. It's like the same thing when I'm about to go do an Ironman workout. It's like, like yesterday. I just knew all day, okay, I've got my 1,000-yard thousand, thousand swim time trial where I'm just supposed to gun it and gas myself and go as fast as possible for this swim – and it's like it's like that expression eat the frog you know like if you've got to eat a frog you don't want to look at that sucker too long you want to just go ahead and get it over with
1: whoa i've never heard of that yeah
0: so anyways um i one of the one of the things that helps me to eat that frog so to speak or knowing that i've got some crazy workout coming up ahead is i've been through to the other side and i know how good it feels to say all right like i did it and you just have those endorphins flowing so in the morning when I wake up, I never feel like getting up. I'm not a person, and I think some people think this because they see me up early on social media or whatever. They're like, oh, it must be easy for you being a morning person, but I never, when the alarm clock goes off, say, all right, great, let's get to going. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's it's always, oh my God, like that came way too quick. There's no way it's already 4.45, there's no way it's already six. And then in that moment, I've just got to have that realization, okay, at 10 a.m., I'll be so glad I woke up at 4:45 because I've gotten so much done by that point.
1: Yeah.
0: So without uh beating a dead horse here, we'll leave it there, but I do also want to encourage people to identify where their zone of genius is during the day.
1: Ooh.
0: And it's important for me to acknowledge that it doesn't always have to be in the morning. You know, I've I've been on the train before. Uh, that everybody has to get up early. And that I don't actually think that that's right. I think it just comes down to where your zone of genius is. And make sure you are giving yourself the best chance of success. You're getting out of your own way. And so maybe you're up super late, but you're still working the same amount of hours, whatever. But identify when your zone of genius is. For me, I feel the most creative early in the morning. Mm. I can get up at 4.45, make coffee, get on the computer by five, and I feel like crank out my best work. If I'm writing, it just flows naturally. And I have to write a lot for work, creating content or writing article, like whatever the case may be. But for other people, I'm aware that their zone of genius may be a totally different time, depending on whatever factors or their circadian rhythm. So some people are truly night owls and that's when they feel their most creative. Great, be awake for that time, get your work done during that time. For me, it's early
1: on. Hmm. Just real quick. So what do you think you suck at today that you could work on? Focus. Focus. Mm -hmm.
0: So for me, I, it depends on what I'm working on, but I can just easily be distracted. And I think a lot of people can, but there's just so much happening between this podcast, putting out content on social media, writing posts for LinkedIn because LinkedIn posts are going to be different from Instagram posts, and then I'm conducting outreach to anti-trafficking organizations, and then I'm also, you know, working on um, building a fundraising accelerator platform. So there are so many different things to keep track of, and it can be easy to, in the moment, just flock to whatever is like flashing, you know, which is why yeah. I actually have all notifications turned off on my phone except for text messages. I turn off everything completely. Because if I, if I pop over to the podcast stats to check how many listens we've got for the day, I start to just dive into that and pay attention to that. And then if I see something on Instagram come through, I'll go over to that. And then LinkedIn, somebody messages me or responds to me, I go over to that.
1: Mm.
0: So I have to block everything out and just do one thing at a time. I'm like getting better at it, but I still totally suck at it.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's difficult. I think especially now too, as people are working from home and then you have other distractions as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That can be a blessing or a curse depending on the circumstances. But anyways, working on becoming better at focusing, and as I think everybody should. Super important. We're all super distracted. It's not just me. I think a lot of us struggle with that. So if anybody can really nail focusing on the task at hand and being in the present, I think that's just one giant step people are going to take to being more productive and being more successful. And reaching their goals, so not really a secret. I think everybody can benefit from that. But all right, well that wraps it up for today. Appreciate that icebreaker. Yeah. Switching it up.
1: I appreciate you answering it. <laughs> all right. Anyways, guys, if you're looking me. for what you didn't ask me, my time period. Okay. I will. I'll bring it up next episode. How about that? <laughs> okay. Leave the people wanting a little bit more.
0: True. I think that's you'll have time to think about it. I was put on the spot.
1: Oh, I already know. I've thought about it because I asked it. (laughs) Fair.
0: All right. Well, anyways, guys, if you're looking for more content on persuasive communication, catch me on Instagram. It's at Jake Savage. I'm always dropping photos, videos, whatever there of how to be more persuasive and get what you want. Also, if you want to follow the Iron Man journey or you're interested in that yourself, you can learn more about that on Instagram too. Tune in tomorrow. We've got an interview that I'm super excited to share with you. We dive into some of the science behind being more persuasive with a special guest. So that's coming tomorrow on Thursday. Outside of that, if you have a question that you want answered on Monday Q&A or on the show, go to persuasionschoolpodcast.com. You can drop me a line there and I will see it. Or if you have a topic suggestion as well, that's that's the place to go, persuasionschoolpodcast.com. Lastly, been saying this on more and more episodes, just quick plug I both Alexa and I are super passionate about fighting human trafficking, particularly sex trafficking. And it's something that we spend a lot of time on outside of our work or even with our work. But anyways, we want to use this place as a, a way to generate awareness for it and educate people, especially if you're interested. Always feel to, feel free to reach out if you want more information. But two things that you can do if you've been wanting to get involved, but don't know where to start. You can donate straight through the website, persuasionschoolpodcast.com. There's a section called Jake's Fight, and you can donate, and we will give 100% every single cent that comes through. We'll spread it out to anti-trafficking organizations, both here and abroad. You can also buy the t-shirt that I'm wearing the cover art. Trust me, I'm a salesman. Trust me, I'm a saleswoman. And 100% of the profits will go towards fighting human trafficking there too. Then something brand new that we've got going on. We've got a survey live on that website. If you just go to persuasionschoolpodcast.com and scroll down a bit, you'll see it. It's yellow. That provides us with information about you. We just want to get to better know you, the audience, so that we can improve the show, make it a better experience, provide more value, and make this truly your favorite podcast ever. Wraps it up for today. Catch you guys tomorrow. Bye.